call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Hey guys, brand new open tabs. Can you hear the truck backing up in the background? Probably, yeah, a little bit. That's okay. That's the way this show goes. It's live, baby. Live. I forgot to start recording the screen. We're going to grab the screen. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Those of you wondering how we grab the screen, you go in your QuickTime player, you go down to new screen recording, you click on that. You hit the little red button, then you got to click your screen, and it starts recording. I watched D.L. Hughley talk about the blackface controversy. I will not be touching that. Hashtag stay in your lane. Hashtag hashtag D.L. Hughley cannot get in trouble, apparently. Holy shit. He fucking went out there. I, dude, I, I, you know what I love about comics is they can say whatever the fuck they want because it's the last bastion is free speech. Mm-hmm. Especially black comics. Black comics are more important than white comics right now. I'm not. Fu- I hope that that doesn't come off cynical or or like jealous or anything. But black comics speak the truth. Dave Chappelle's Birdman. My name is Burt Kreischer. Everybody, this is Open Tabs. This is where I go through and I run through all the open tabs throughout the week on my Safari browser, and we close them as we go along. We will be looking at the State King, of course. Uh, Pete Davidson got in trouble. I'm always a Pete Davidson fan. I got to say that right up front. Always a Pete Davidson fan. So we'll take a, an analytical look about what he got in trouble for. Uh, we will not talk about the elections because I quite honestly don't know what happened. But you should get out and vote today. Today is October, November 7th. 7th. And tomorrow. Vote and tomorrow today too. and tomorrow, uh, election week is not over. You can make a change. It's super important for you to go out. And a lot of these is a lot of gerrymandering, a lot of carpet bagging going on where they're not letting you get into these places. You got to get in. It's That's... It's how the racists fuck with the votes. Do I think I'm not even joking that 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 was a joke? Just for every fucking moron that's like, bro, <laughs> you only vote on Tuesday. They did seem like there was a little fuckery going on in Atlanta. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just saying. It looked like a little bit of fuckery going on with the polls. A lot of weird glitches, huh? It was Oprah's chick versus the white dude. <laughs> Oprah's chick versus Oprah's the white chick dude. versus the white dude. And it looks like the white dude won, but uh, Oprah's chick got fucked. Because I think in the black places, they only put like two voting polls up. Can you believe that would still go on? I'm not, I understand. I understand if you're a person of color right now, you're like, yeah, man, we can't believe it. I'm just saying like, I'm taking a really like a, like a, a white perspective, like on this of, of this is what most white people, go, most white people go, does that, does it, does that really happen? I mean, is racism that direct? I think most white people are going, I can't believe a white... Most white people are, have, have good intentions and could never imagine that the very, they were in charge of a... Hey, Bert, I thought we weren't talking about politics. This isn't <laughs> politics. I think most white people are like, I can't imagine that there are people alive that would go and go, fuck black people. Someone's going to isolate that audio. Yeah, they are. yeah you know what? You Let's get the fuck yourself. out of here. <laughs> you you did, did that. To, I just walked right into that <laughs> fucking... 
You can't stop fake news. I'll tell you what, though. Some of the best news I've heard all week, Hiking with Kevin. Have you ever seen this podcast? No. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Who Kevin doesn't Nealon? love Kevin Nealon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin yeah. Nealon is legit one of the nicest guys in the business. One of the nicest working consistently guys in the business. He does a podcast where he hikes with his friends. His, by the way, his friends are Jack Black, Adam Sandler, Fred Armisen. I mean, he's got Rob Lowe. He's got legit guests on his podcast for 113,000 views. Uh, right off the bat, I'm like, we we, we got to fix this. Yeah. We got to fit 113,000 views on a David Spade interview. 241,000 views on Adam Sandler. He goes hiking with Adam Sandler and only 241 views, 241,000 views. Come on, bro. If we can change the state King's life, we can change Kevin Nealon's life. I I'm being serious. This is one of the better podcasts. There are some hiccups on it. I think obviously the fact he's carrying the camera the entire time, but, but you want it to be intimate, right? There's no, you can't, I can't, you, all I can tell you is all I can say is put some eyeballs on it. Because you're getting conversations you've never heard. The conversation I'm about to pull up from Kevin Nealon's podcast. I am sharing it with you from Kevin Nealon's Hiking with Kevin on his channel. Kevin Nealon, K-E-V-I-N-N-E-A-L-O-N. Is David Spade talking about being attacked by his personal assistant? Have you ever heard this? Mm -mm. Did you know that this happened? No. Dude, Skippy is this guy's name. And I, everyone knew about this. And it was like a weird, like, unspoken kind of secret in Hollywood. That if, I, in, in a weird way, like, no one wanted to talk about it. I, no one felt that David Spade wanted to talk about it. Everyone's fans of David, like a legit fan. So no, no one, like, he's not, he's one of the good guys, in my opinion. So, and I've never heard anyone talk about this. On open tabs, I'm going to share the entire story that you can find a full interview with David Spade, but it's that fucking interesting that I was listening to. It's that great of an interview. Awesome. Um, here we go. Oh, worked with me for three years. Everything was fine. Hang on. Was he I don't know. I don't want to die. I got, I'm thinking about like it might happen one day. Here we go. Let's talk about that assistant you had that almost killed you. That's yeah. how it goes. Did you know him? I knew him a little bit. You know, he looked like a. Oh, a, you're a part of the puzzle. Do you know this? Part of the reason that he almost tried to kill you? Yeah. Did you know this? This is a big scoop. By the way, I hope you've never heard this story because it's fucking fat. You've never heard it? I've never heard Dude, it. Dude, I knew that David Spade had an assistant who tried to kill him in the middle of the night while he was sleeping. Holy shit. Dude, this is one of the fucking best stories ever. And you can find it on Kevin Nealon's podcast. This is Open Tabs. This is what I do. I share great content with you. But more of this is on Kevin Nealon's Hiking with Kevin. Go listen to the full fucking interview. It's awesome. It's 17 minutes, and I'm just playing you four minutes of it. So, he was what? 6'2", 300 pounds. Skippy was his name. Very nice, very friendly. Oh, worked with me for three years. Everything was fine. Was and he now, living at your place? No, but he'd come over a lot, and then it was getting me blurrier, and then he... And then, the big one. This is what, what turned the tide. Yes. Where he got... What I love about this, I, I'm a big David Spade fan. And so, like, you get the little David Spadeisms throughout it. Really angry at you. I'm doing Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Yeah. Joe Dirt. I was in Joe Dirt. One of my favorite movies, right? So I played the mechanic. Yeah, we yes. know. You were about Unison. to find out more, Kevin. Mechanic at the junkyard. Work. Watch so, this. Skippy, what happens when you have an assistant like this? They read the script first because they get it when it gets. First note, I would get rid of the fucking feet walking. That's kind of driving me nuts. The... 
work. Can't really avoid that though, can you? I don't know. We got him in roller skates. Keep going. He probably printed it for him, you know? Yeah. They read it really quick. And he wants to act and be a comic. So he goes, hey, can I play the junkyard UNICEF guy? Uh oh. And I go, That's Kevin's part. Oh, skip. I don't know, because it doesn't have any acting experience, but. Yeah, he goes, oh, I'd be great at whatever. So I said, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. So we get down to the wire, and he's so stoked. Ben Salmon calls me. And, hey, uh, Kevin Nealon, wouldn't he be good for that uh, guy? Is the, uh, oh, guy? no. And I go. Oh, I and go, Kevin Nealon's hearing this for the very first time. He knows David almost got killed. He know- And by the way, I'm not underselling David Spade almost got killed. He knows that it, he just doesn't know that he had a part in it. Oh, oh yeah, he'll be great. And he goes, "Hey, can you uh, give him that? Put him in there." And I go, "Fuck, I love that. He's funny." I go, "Great." And I go, "Hey, Skip, you're sorry." Oh, and he no. goes, "What the fuck, dude?" And I go, "Oh man, what do you mean?" He goes, "Tell Sandler no." I go, "Skip, let me tell you how things operate around here. I'll tell you who the boss is." Yeah, <laughs> I'm your boss. He's my boss. I go, "Skippy, the guy. It's the reason the movie gets made." And he goes. Fuck, fine. I'm like, why is he huffing and puffing to me? And then I thought, this is getting weird. I, I, he, I don't know why he doesn't get this. I yeah, I didn't does. want to do the movie. I, I know. That was the last thing I wanted to do. <laughs> it was not a good script. I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Nealon twisted the knife. Wait, that was my favorite of Sandler. Wait, what happened? <laughs> Cut to, we're editing the movie. That part comes up and he goes, oh, this is where Sandler fucked me. That night of the editing, when your scene came up. He leaves, pissed off. <laughs> we go eat. He's still grumbly. We go home. Laura Flamboyle came over. We were dating back then. She takes off. He goes and buys an eight ball of Coke. <laughs> Suddenly he's gacked out of his gourd. Comes over at five in the morning. I'm asleep. It's darker. In my doorway, standing, staring at me with a stun gun behind his back. Yeah, stun gun. Stun yeah. gun behind his back. Davis, it's five in the morning. Davis Spade's asleep in his bed, and he's standing in his fucking doorway with a stun gun behind his back. A huge a hat gun. like mine, like this, hand behind his back. I go, holy shit. What the fuck? And I go, Skippy, is that you? And he goes, yeah. And I go, it's five a.m. I go. You were in bed? Yeah, I go, it's pitch black. I go, holy, it scared the fuck out of me. And he goes, oh, uh, yeah, your alarm went off. I go, my alarm went off. And I go, <laughs> You're totally and out he of goes, it. Is anybody here? She thought Laura was there. And I go, Oh no, she took off. And he goes, And then I stood up and I go, Hey, sorry they called you. I didn't even turn on the alarm. Wow. <laughs> oh, he hit you with a gun? Punches me. I go down, stun guns me. How did it feel to get hit with a stun gun? Uh, I, you know what? I, I was, it was such an adrenaline shot. Yeah. I rolled to the other side of the bed and rolled off. And I go, What the fuck's going on? And I looked down, there's already blood. And I'm like, I don't even know where I'm bleeding. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, he was out to kill like a robot. So, oh, my God. So I, we, we fought again. He, he didn't say anything down. as this was happening. No. He wasn't saying, you screwed me over. No. Wow. He just said, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> he would, he would have come to my house next, probably. I go, I'll show you where Kevin lives. That's the problem. <laughs> don't waste this stun gun on me. Still got some zaps left. <laughs> Fucking jackass waves behind him. Meet me now. Meet me now. So, uh, I... I've been shielding you from this for so long, Kevin. It's time wow. now. So then he, we fought three times, and then out, we were out in the driveway, and he got me out there again. So I ran right at him and hit him in the face. He wasn't ready for that one. And then uh, we went down, and I got on him and started hitting him in the head, and he dropped the stun gun. So I got lucky, ran in, slammed the door, cracked it like that lock, like a quarter yeah. inch. He hit it like a rhino. Wow. I flew back, but it didn't open. I was like, holy shit. I had 10 steps in my room, slid under, shotgun loaded. You have a shotgun in your room? Yeah. 
Save my life. You knew the only other person that knew? Skippy. Oh, no. You know what the cops say? He what? was stun gunning me to incapacitate me to get the shotgun to shoot me. Oh, my God. And then kill himself. I went in the bathroom, locked myself in. I was like shaking and I see blood. I was like, so I, I go, I got the gun. I got to shoot you. I can't believe I go, I got to shoot him. I got to shoot you. Because he's unstoppable. Yeah. And so I, I open the door and I go, I'm going to shoot him in the leg and then shoot him. I don't want to, you know, shotguns for real. And I thought I gotta kill my friend. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know why he's doing that. So you've never killed anybody before. I've you? never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, intentionally. I call the cops. I walk up back with my shotgun. I'm standing there. A cop comes with his lights off. I have the gun. He, he's got his gun. He tells me to put it down, lay on the ground, and then. Uh, he goes, we're going back in. We got guys out front. We're going to search the house. I'm like, well, he's not in the drawers. <laughs> when did you hear that? You're not paying attention, you fucking no, asshole. No, he's not in the drawers. No, I am. <laughs> he's like, we're going to search your house. He's not in the drawers. Search everything. So he was gone. You don't need to search everything. He left. They don't find him. He took some uh, 120 Tylenol PMs. He tried to kill himself, and then they found him, and he fought the cops a little bit. He, still he had no headache at all when they found gacked him. Gacked out. They put him in 5150 and uh, 5150. What's that? It's a psych ward. Psych ward. You know all those terms. I'm dealing with psychos all the time. <laughs> you are. Did you ever talk to him afterwards about it? Never. That's a weird thing to not talk to somebody after you talk to him every day. For... Yeah. And I have a few questions. One, why did you try to kill me? <laughs> God, David Spade is the best. That's another that great story. That's crazy. Hey, Bert, is this the show where you just steal great content and post it on your podcast? Yup. That's the whole premise of this show. That is a great story. I found it because I was because I love Kevin Nealon. I love David Spade. And if you haven't found it, then now you found it. Now you found Kevin Nealon's podcast. That's how it should work. Is that if I find something cool, I want to share it with you. And then I want you to find it. And then just explore it. He's got one with Adam Sandler. I keep going. 241,000 views. That It makes me frustrated. You yes. know what I mean? Should be millions every time. Let me tell you or something. At least a million. If I get Adam Sandler on uh, something's burning, it's a million downloads. Yeah, but it's. I think it's. I think it's because I don't know why. I, I can't figure out what it is. Maybe not enough people know about it, but now they do. So check it out, Kevin Nealon's. Uh, Kevin Nealon's YouTube page. This was posted. This was posted November first. Hey there! Thanks for checking out my the channel. The very beginning of election week. He's only got 93,000 subscribers. He needs more subscribers. Subscribe to Kevin Nealon's. And by the way, open shout out to Kevin Nealon. Look at the guests he has on. I don't know who that guy was. I watched uh, David. Kate Beckinsale. Fuck. Going there now. Holy shit. I want to see Kate Beckinsale in a fucking. Kate Beckinsale is so gorgeous. What the fuck are you looking at? Kate Beckinsale. Oh, what? Oh, on your phone. Yeah absolutely brilliant his timing was amazing and i was you know raised on on that so that's what i like what is your best memory of your dad i would have never gotten a super wide shot on his uh, gopro and shown more of kate bacon sale <laughs> i'm saying maybe does that make me a sexist pig that i just i would i want to see her too she's just absolutely gorgeous kate bacon sale might be oh i definitely here's the problem here's why i wouldn't cheat on my wife with kate bacon sale because i can't impress kate bacon sale all the things i do she's done 10 times over so like if I go, oh, I'm going in and doing a theater at the Borgata, she's like, oh, cool. That, that must be nice for you. What is that? 900 people? It's 900 people, but I'm doing two shows. Jesus, the movies she's done. Dude, she's done everything. Kate Beckinsale, I couldn't, if I got naked, she'd be like, 
Oh, that's interesting. How's that body work? I'm not really sure how that body works. Are you still wearing a belt? <laughs> oh, your your penis looks um like proportional to a, a man that should be 180 pounds, but you're 230. At 230, that penis doesn't look normal. I've never seen someone who doesn't have a six-pack. If you're not going to have the accent right, then don't do it, okay? I don't know what she sounds like talking. Me either. <laughs> oh. Oh, your daughters are both... Oh, your daughters are both a below average intelligence and they sound like... Like commoners when they talk. Oh, hello, Isla. Your fists smell like pennies. <laughs> Isla's fists smell like pennies. What? If you ever smell Isla's hands, they always smell like pennies. I won't. <laughs> I'll let you. <ya. laughs> oh, Georgia. Nice. A little bit of an attitude and trying to figure your personality out. I'm your new stepmom, Kate. I've been in such hits as... What, what, what movies is Underworld. Underworld. Underworld 2. Underworld 3. Yeah. Underworld 4. Van Helsing. Van Helsing. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. And How, my what fucking favorite? Who did she play in Pearl Harbor? The British nurse? One of the main characters, yeah. Ooh, that's called uh, American washing. Brit, uh, voice washing it. Can't do that anymore. Did you see that? Uh, did you see that Sean uh, White got in trouble for dressing yes. as Simple Jack? Yeah. I should have that pulled up. I shut down my thing on accident, but we'll talk about it for a second. I was going to ask you about that. It was a little fucked up. Because he was dressing as a character. Here's what's even, like, you just realize in this culture, you just got to fucking dodge that shit. You just got, like, and you're going to make up, you're going to make mistakes and not realize it. But at some point, I'm just going to say, and I'm a, I'm a fan of Sean White. But at some point, when he puts the makeup on and does the face to his friends. Puts the teeth in. And, you know, one of his friends would be like, hey man, that seems a little insensitive. <laughs> Ooh, cut to blackface. Uh, uh, what's his name? That lady got fired for saying you can wear blackface? Megan Kelly? Yeah. Is that what she said? She said you can wear blackface? She was just like, I don't see what's the big deal. <laughs> wow. I mean, here's what I thought she said, which I was okay with, is there was a time in this country where you could wear blackface. That was socially access acceptable. And by the way, in the South, that was like up until the fucking 80s. I mean, I remember there were pictures of people in blackface in our, I want to say, I want to say, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get anyone in trouble because you could just do the math. But like in, at high school, I want to say, I remember seeing a picture on Facebook of people I knew in high school in blackface at a school function and no one said anything <laughs> to them at a school function at a school and maybe not full blackface. But definitely the wigs. I mean, they made those wigs. Those Afro wigs? Uh-huh. That's blackface right there. I had one as a kid. I've never had an Afro wig. I've never had... I'm sure someone will be able to find a picture of me in an Afro wig very quickly. <laughs> I, but the I'm, I'm, only reason I say that is wigs keep creep me out. Wigs creep you yeah, out? Yeah, I never liked wearing a wig. I've, I've worn wigs and they bother me like crazy because it's not my hair and it's around my... Same place. The only reason you, you won't find a picture of me in blackface is that I don't like makeup covering my entire face. Yeah, I don't, it freaks me out. Yeah. Same thing. My problem I have with clowns. I've had war paint on. Like I've done. I've had. I've been in war paint. You know, but never like uh, like streaks or like big gobs of paint on my face. I'm okay with that. But once face co paint covers my entire face, I start getting a panic attack. Um, 
there's a picture of me. I'm sure, I'm sure you can find it online. Dresses as a gorilla. I did. I dressed as a gorilla for one of my TV shows. I'll have it. We're doing a new sponsor on the other podcast. I can't remember the name of them right now. Legacy Box. Legacy Box. And they're uploading all my videos from that TV show. And I'm going to show you, I'm do a cut together of how uncomfortable I was. Because I am dressed with prosthetics as a gorilla. And I'm just like this the whole time. I can't wear my mouth a lot because it just bothers me. So I'd be the worst blackface entertainer you'll ever find. <laughs> oh, Conan, Johnny, take your shoes off. I don't know, I guess. Is that one of the songs they used to sing in blackface? I don't know. Come on what in, Johnny, take your shoes off. <laughs> Come on in, Johnny, take your shoes Somebody off. Somebody tweeted after the Sean White thing. They're like, wait, do you see what Robert Downey Jr. played in the movie? <laughs> and then people started to say, um, maybe we should... <laughs> almost broke into a sweat right there and somebody tweeted maybe we should all boycott tropic thunder now and ben stiller retweeted and he said actually tropic thunder was boycotted 10 years ago when it came out and i apologize then it was always meant to make fun of actors trying to do anything to win awards i stand by my apology the movie sean white and the great people and work of the special olympics Dude, handled it like a fucking pro. That's why he's Ben Stiller. He's like, this shit's been boycotted, yeah, dude. He's like, bro, you should have seen the heat I got. Thankfully, it was before the internet was so fucking big, and it just I just skated through it like a fucking Hans Newton at Andrews. Ten years ago, that movie came out. That's pretty crazy. Ten years ago, uh, I was. It's so funny. I didn't. I did not. It didn't occur to me that it, uh, him that uh, Robert Downey Jr. wearing blackface was like a big deal. It, it just didn't occur to me. And now it's occurred to me that I was like, yeah, that was pretty fucking crazy. But I don't know. Why did, Why was that? I do think that it was a parody of actors. Does yeah, that, it was. Like it was a parody of actors. I think that's what I understood. Like even when, when they were like, uh, when they, they said to him, you want full retard. That's what the mm-hmm. problem was. Never go full retard. Never. Yeah. It's so funny because I've, I've always found it a tad bit, a tad bit just insensitive when you have... Uh, re- like regular people play mentally challenged people. I am Sam. Yeah, like that's. I think that was the problem with that is that Sean Penn went too far. But he won awards, didn't he? I don't know. I don't know. Would you go back to that Aaron Aaron time? No, I, I don't, don't mind progress a ton. Like I don't mind. Like I don't mind. What we should have is we should have one week off a month where progress just stops and we all get to catch up <laughs> like a purge. Yeah, like we're like, all right, right, no progress this week. Let's just <laughs> take a breath. You can and you can't get publicly shamed, but people will just go, hey man, that's really fucked up. That's what I thought was really cool about. Um, so uh, there was a girl. God damn it, let me see. Uh, Jack White just talked about it. Uh, this 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 lady, girl. I shouldn't say girl. It's probably insensitive. She's Academy a Award for Best Actor nomination. I am Sam. That's crazy. And Dakota Fanning. Whoa, we got a ton of awards for I am Sam. Let's see. I gotta find the 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 woman. Let's see what her name is. Rogers. That's where they played. Rogers Place. According, a Rogers Place usher approached. Mac MacIver MacIver? I can't be saying that right. MacIver. MacIver? I can't be saying that right. MacIver? MacIver. 
Am I saying that right? You keep saying it the same over and over. McIver. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're getting. McIver. Listen to this. Man, kudos to this woman. Let me restart this so I don't sound like a fucking good old boy. Uh, fucking. Uh, God damn it, I can't fucking talk. I just started drinking again and it's really taken a toll on me. I've actually got to cut back. I didn't drink last night so that I could exercise today and even still i'm hung over from fucking rogan's podcast we should do a little recap of rogan's podcast one of the funnest podcasts i've ever been on and i've been on some real burners on that that was one of the funnest podcasts i've ever been on we'll do a real quick catch up with that the state king and then i gotta pack and go to new york um listen to what this woman says allison mciver mciver yeah mciver says this is what she says and this is what is fucking cool more people should be like this. More and and even the guy that's kind of talking about Pete Davidson. We'll talk about Pete Davidson in a second. Always a fan of Pete Davidson. Never forget it. I'm always a fan of and Louis C.K. Always a fan of Louis C.K. I'm always a fan of of artists. I, I always lean towards the artist. So don't. I'm, and but by the way, I'm not always. I, I'm sure I'm fucking hypocritical. I'm the one of more hypocritical people you ever meet. That's what I try, can't stand about myself. Is sometimes I catch my own hypocriticisms. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Um, no, I think you're thinking of the music. Hip-hop-ocracy? Hip-hop-ocracy. How come there's not an album called Hip-hop-ocracy? Hip-hop-ocracy. Hip-hop-ocracy. So what happened is Jack White's in the middle of his show. Uh, MacGyver and her girlfriend are kissing in the middle of the show. Uh, <laughs> MacGyver. That's her name. Allison MacGyver. 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 I'm almost certain that's her name. MacGyver, yeah. Allison McIver and her girlfriend are kissing in the middle of the show and uh, an usher comes up and says, hey, you're not allowed to do that here because it's two girls, which... What is this, the 50s? <laughs> fucking... What human being stops any two people from kissing? Let alone girls. Dude, I'm... And let me tell you something, and I hope you understand this statement. I wouldn't stop two dudes from kissing. I would definitely start watching. Yeah. I, like, I, there's no part of me that has ever wanted to... Like, I don't care at all if two people are kissing at all especially and i say two dudes because if it's two chicks i'm not gonna stop them at all i'm definitely gonna be like nice. do your thing girlfriend that's all you do is go nice no you just yell get some yeah get that puss <laughs> <laughs> by the way we were, we're more more insensitive than the guy that just said hey you can't do that here <laughs> i'm by the way and i'm trying to support allison mciver because what she says is so fucking cool more people like this in this world. More people like Allison McIver. She's an artist. Check out her music. We're going to put up a link in, in the bio to this. We're going to put up a link to get her music and listen to her because if her music comes from this place at all, I'm going to fucking dig it. Check her out. Allison McIver. Before this ad. Right before this ad. Nine and a half years to think of the big idea. The big idea is the software artist. Some of these insane artists. Ooh, I kind of like this ad, though. My goal was I want to make games all day long. That's it. That's the goal. Ooh, this looks like a... That looks like a good Very ad. serious and is something that uh, we have moved very quickly uh, to address. It was very violating and... Um, invasive. You know, it's not something I'd ever imagine experiencing honestly all staff of this company goes through training on inclusiveness and uh, really welcoming people into this building we work so hard to uh, to create that environment so uh, very concerning she said this is not allowed here and if you have a problem with that you can speak to my manager mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we did 
and we walked to the office where um, the manager, you know, told her she can go resume her post and, you know, apologized profusely. And um, but it's. Can you imagine being that manager and being like, "Are you, are you fucking kidding? Someone yeah. just said you couldn't kiss." Motherfucker, this is going viral. Does anyone have video of this? So it was a lady who said you can't do that. Yeah. I was picturing a guy. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she's a lady. I don't know if lady is the word I'd use. I'm sure she's a female. I bet she's. I bet if you saw her from behind, you'd be like, wait, dude or chick? I can't tell. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like meaning she like. She has a mullet. She's sure. a big chick. Yeah. She's fucking angry. Mm -hmm. She's fucking not had a lot of happiness in her life. And then she sees Allison grabbing her friend, making out, having a great time at a concert, watching the show instead of working the show. Fuck that. Fuck that. I got two lesbians on two. I'm going to handle this myself. <laughs> Ladies, break it up. You can do that here. You can do that at home. You can't do it here. Listen to what Allison says. God damn it. Are you fucking shitting me? This and is something that uh, Listen to what Allison says. very quickly uh, to address. It was very violating and um, invasive. You know, it's not something I'd Jesus ever imagine experiencing, honestly. All staff of this company uh, goes through training on inclusiveness and uh, really welcoming people into this building. My friend, we so I kissed her in a moment to, of beautiful uh, night. We ended up by Roger. So, said, uh, very concerned. Not she here. said, this is not allowed here. And not allowed to kiss her? If you have a problem with that, you can speak to my manager. And that's exactly what we did. And we walked to the office where um, the manager, you know, told her she can go resume her post. And, you know, this is where Allison shines. And, um, but it still didn't, you know, help the incident and the hurt that came out of this. We're taking the steps get, get necessary to Allison. Right Get to now. Allison. There I fucked this video up. In due process, uh, that what a we pain in the ass. Due process. In the first instance, what we want to do is support the guest and support the community. And so we've invited that guest uh, to an upcoming concert Allison. to be our guest. Yeah. To welcome them and say this is a, a safe <laughs> welcoming environment. Also go to your employee and offer her and a friend of hers tickets to the event as well. And be our guests. Because I would love to get to know this employee on a more personal and deeper level than the events that just happened. And she was like, okay. I'll go offer them to her tomorrow. What we need is someone to take her, a manager, Roger's place to take this employee and support them, ask questions, and educate them and train them so they can go back into the workforce with a new perspective. Fuck yeah, that's how you evoke change, Allison. And that's why we put a link to your music up. That's how you evoke change. Fuck yeah. Dude, that's like, whenever I have a joke that's too far, and that's going to happen, as long as I do stand up, I mark my words, I will go too far. Once a month, usually once a show, definitely once a weekend. I love when someone just comes up and just kind of just, I, I, and you don't welcome this from everyone. Some people are off the mark. You have to do your own internal uh, journey when you do this, but they'll kind of enlighten you and go, hey, just give you a heads up. That was a little fucked up. And I've said horrible fucking things. Someone said to me the other day, what's the difference between a broom and a mop? And I said, you, you can't beat your wife with a mop. And they were like, and then this woman's like, hey, just so you know, just... I don't know if that's a great look for you. <laughs> and you're like, thank you. I'm just trying to make a joke, you know, and, and put on the spot. But that's what you evoke change when you come at someone with love and you say, hey, it's not weird that we're making out a, a Jack White show, especially a Jack White show. I know that you don't know anything about music, but Jack White gets down. 
That's what his music's about. Do you remember Meg? <sighs> Fuck, Meg White was so fucking hot. Were you a Meg White fan? Um, was her name Meg? I don't know. Or am I thinking of Family Guy? All right, let's get out of this. I, I, my first instinct was like, fuck that homophobic piece of shit. But like, she's so much better. Hard. And cooler. Fucking core. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Bill Burr's got a new movie out called The Front Runner. Check it out. His interview with uh, Kimmel, I think, was fucking awesome. 30 times Emma Stone was relatable as fuck. Let's see if we can find them. Uh Gigi Hadid and Emma Stone. Okay. The time she reviewed... Hmm. I'm not buying any of these as being relatable. You know, I knew too much about the business to fucking find any of these relatable. I, you know, I'm, I'm so cynical. Because this is an article done by her publicist, obviously. She's got something coming out that she's promoting. So her publicist went through her timeline and found times that they found her um, relatable. That's so weird. You don't have like a publicist or anything. I did. Like that, I did. You? Yeah. It was really difficult because there would be things that would come up and you'd be like, as a comic, that's really not what, what, what I do. When I'm, you were on your TV show? No, I just had one for my special. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there'd be like things that you go, uh, that's not me. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I'm right. going to pass. Yeah. Because there are things that are just, you know, they work in the business like they're but like I clicked on this because I like Emma Stone uh-huh. and and I'm like but like what's relatable if they, if they had said like that time she shit her pants driving to a set and had like and you're like wait she shit her pants and then she told a time about shitting her pants that's relatable for me or the time like uh, Je- um, uh, Jason Biggs wife Jenny Molin uh, got her period during a pitch on this dude's couch. Have you ever heard that story? No. It's fucking hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. And that's relatable. Like, times of humiliation are relatable for us. A celebrity saying, uh, the time I turned 30, you're like, yeah, I turned 32, but I wasn't a millionaire. Like, so it's hard for me to see that as relatable. I, I'll tell you what I'd like to do. Here's my pitch. Emma, I would like to be your publicist for one week. For one of your projects, I want to be your publicist. I'll take care of all your press, Okay. I'll get you on some stuff that'll be really good for you and will open up parts of dialogues that are gonna make you feel uncomfortable that you'll be like, oh, I'm not supposed to share like this when I'm a celebrity. No, but that is the medium I work in. I just did a podcast with Joe Rogan and Tom Square and Ari Shafir for four, out, four and a half hours and got an email from uh, the guy who swam around Britain and don't remember what I said about him. I blacked out halfway through the podcast. So like that's relatable. I blacked out and I said a bunch of shit. I've been blacked out for the last hour and a half of the podcast. Oh my God. When you did the ads last night and Leanne was like, you came home from Rogan's and you fell. And you're like, I don't remember that. <laughs> she admitted that she just can't imagine her life without Ryan Gosling. That's not relatable. Cause I, I have, my life is totally without Ryan Gosling. Yeah, same. The majority of us live without Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I'm not shitting on Emma Stone. I'm just shitting on this fucking angle. Yeah. 30 times she was relatable AF. E News wrote it. Tyranny Brinker. Tyranny, I want to do an article. 30 times Burke Kreischer was so relatable it made me uncomfortable. Oh, the time I got that chick pregnant and then married her. <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> She's called my wife now. Um, I talked about something in therapy. Simple assault charges dropped against ti 
accusations. See, that's relatable. That's why, by the by the way, that's what hip hop has against any other art form is relatability to the audience. Not not entirely because I know there are a lot of white kids buy albums, so that's more fantasy. But but I'll tell you, relatability to the audience at large, meaning like hip hop culture. That's when they connect with someone. That's why I think Kanye's got such a disconnect is he lives in such a fucking Golden Gate world mm-hmm. that like no one can, un- that's not even a thing, no one can relate to him. But T.I. gets arrested outside his gated community for trying to get in as a black man. Do you remember that? Wow, no. He tried to get in as a black man. He's T.I. He's one of the only black men in this gated community. And they said no. He's, I guarantee you, he's in a $100,000 car. And they said no. And he got attitude with them, and he deserved to get attitude with them. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little more confusing when you find out the security guard gate was blind. The guy, the gate operator, he was blind. What? He was blind. How can you be a security guard if you're blind? He was blind and deaf, and so Ti. <laughs> Kidding. Just making another. Amy Schumer's pregnant. Fucking called it. Fucking called it. Yep. I fucking called it. I'd like to know a date of conception. And a date that I called it. I called Amy Schumer's pregnant. Yeah, when was that? That's, by the way, you want to know? That's relatable as fuck. When she watched the ultrasound video of her kid, relatable as fuck. Every single one of us does that. Emma Stone, you need to get pregnant. That's how we get you to be relatable. (laughs) And I'll I'll figure out when we called it because she posted that one video of her drinking. Look at this. Amy Schumer looking at her baby on ultrasound. Oh, my God, it's moving all around. Oh my god! I cried. I cried when oh, we saw see, Georgia. It has so much energy. I cried when we had Georgia. Dave Chappelle gives epic response to question about watching football. I don't know the question. All I know is Dave Chappelle has never let me down, not once. Even when he took off to South Africa. Here we go. Hey, today's Sunday. You ain't, you ain't watching football or anything later on? Oh, I don't watch football. No, no, no team? No, no. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. That's the, that's the. Okay. July 12th, you called it. Oh, that would mean that she would have already had that baby. Nope. July. June. August. August. September. October. I fucking called it. Well, she did post that video of her drinking. She's like, oh, I'm not pregnant, guys. I'm drinking Yeah, but right do you now. see? Do you, no, yeah, we Wait, don't know. We don't fucking know. It takes like, oh, man. Maybe, maybe you're like two months off. Because how long does it take for you to see like whatever trimester? Hey, I got, a, I, got a, I got a shout out from, uh, we talked about a stand-up the other day. Um, uh, Chris Gethart. When, what are you talking about? I talked about a stand-up on, my, on his thing. There was an article that kind of, I don't know if it rubbed me wrong or what, that he was moving over to regular, regular comic when I was like, he's always been a regular comic. He's always been funny. His first special was really great. And then he hit me up. He was like, hey, man, thank you so much for saying nice things about my stand-up. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to do that more. Awesome. Yeah. Um, you know who hit us both up is, remember you looked at Bring Me the Horizon? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, the bass player messaged us. Oh, for real? Yeah, and he was like, hey, thanks for the kind words on open tabs. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, I've been calling them uh, uh, BMH. BMTH. BMTH. I've been calling them BMTH to my daughters. I played Bring Me the Horizon with my daughters, and Isla liked it. And then Isla goes, is this death metal? 
<laughs> I said, no, I don't think so. She's like, I like it. I think I'm going to get into them and imagine dragons. I was like, yeah, I love a great mix. Yeah, it's a great mix. Bring, I love the name. Bring me the horizon. Mm-hmm. I love it. I like everything about it. Big fan. Louis CK did a 90 minute set in Paris and acknowledges dating French comedian. We don't care. We want to hear about the drinking off thing. Jesus. Sorry. I got no, 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 no. I'm looking at four <laughs> signs. You know, you're about to have a heart attack. Well, don't look at that. Okay. Get off of that. Does that come up because I Googled blood pressure all the time or stuff? Yeah, probably. Uh, okay. How do I get that out of my fucking thing? Just start looking up like toe fungus cures or something. Um, stand-up comedian Louis C.K. gave his 70-minute performance. I wish I had my glasses on right now. In Paris, where he was the main billing as an English-language showcase called New York Comedy Night, headed by expat Sebastian Marx. The show was discreetly... That's my father-in-law. The show was discreetly announced earlier in the day as the official Louis C.K. performance after two advertised set at the Comedy Cellar in New York last week. <clears throat> he admitted to masturbating in front of multiple women without their consent. I don't know if that was that's exactly how it went down. I think everyone gave him consent. I think I'm almost certain it was like Sarah's whole thing was that yeah not everyone yeah even the people that came forward no some people he asked to jerk off of in front of them he said they said no and he was like cool that's who came forward is the ones that said no and then the two girls said yes but meant no ah so that gets a little tricky I guess ultimately the whole thing about consent is if you have power over someone then they don't they can't give their consent right and so. I guess he. There were a few people that he had power over that gave consent, but they were they gave only gave it because they thought they were going to get fired. So then I guess that is true. My bad. You were right. I was mm-hmm. wrong. Um, the fact that those appearances have not been announced sparked criticism over his attempted comeback. Dot 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 dot. Greeted by female protesters. No hecklers. There were no hecklers or prostitutes outside Paris venue, which was filmed. Huh? What? Oh, there were no hecklers or protesters. <laughs> Outside the Paris venue, which was filled to the brim with fans who gave the comic a warm welcome and even brought him on stage for an encore. Okay, dude, fuck yes. I would definitely just do stand-up in Paris. So he killed. Apparently. And by the way, this is expats. So these are, but I think that's the whole thing is that Europe's whole, Europe was against, this is me broad stroking one thing I might have heard on BuzzFeed. I think Europe was very anti-me too. Except mm-hmm. for the one chick that raped that boy. That dated Bourdain, that girl. Oh, yeah. Except for her. She was very pro-me too when it didn't apply to her. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about me too. As long as you, you don't count me in that. <laughs> I'm just trying to get mine here. I'm just trying to get my favorite thing. Oh, wait. Is it applies to me too. Oh, that's why they call it me too. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be laughing at a sexual assault. Let's get then. Let's get back. Let's get. So it looks like Louis doing good. I want to hear that material about it though. Oh, it's a bunch of like, what's up frogs? Uh, French people be like this. Americans be like this. You ever notice uh, French chicks are all. <laughs> he is a comedic genius. Dude. He's like, armpit hair, am I right? And they're like, <laughs> we all have that. Queen's movie about uh, Freddie Mercury, movie about Freddie Mercury, has they've been saying has straight washed it. Have you heard this? Yeah, I heard about it. Because they, they don't talk enough about his homosexuality. 
they mention it by him, I guess, looking at boys or men, men, mm-hmm. men. I, I, I don't know if I misread that or I'm just creating that in my head. Um, him looking at other men. And uh, I think he was young at the time. He was like 22. So, I mean, that's fucking young to me. Uh, but they should still fuck. Oh, you like how I just spin myself into a cyril of not trying to get in trouble by talking about... It's going to turn into a place where people don't want to talk about other people and everyone's just going to stay in their fucking lane. We should have a month called Stay in Your Lane where you're not allowed to talk about anyone else and then stay out of your lane where you can talk only about other people. You can't <laughs> talk about yourself. You have to talk about other people and their lifestyles and what you imagine about it. Freddie Mercury... And then I thought, okay, here's what I was thinking in the shower today. Just a thought. I'm cool with them straight washing his life. Straight washing means they don't talk about him being gay enough. But if you did a movie about my life and, and say I... The problem is he died of AIDS and we assumed, I think collectively... The world assumes that if you died of AIDS, then you must have had a lot of sex. And that's not the case. You could have had sex with one partner and simply gotten AIDS and died of AIDS. You could have been monogamous and your partner contracted AIDS and brought it back to you. That is very clearly how it happened. I don't know how many people Freddie Mercury had sex with. A lot. He was bisexual from what I hear from different books and oh, stuff really? like that. He was then constantly having like... Okay, then wrap this one up, Bert. Yeah. <laughs> my point is, if you did a movie about me, you wouldn't have to mention my sexuality because it's not a part of me that's like, if you meet right. me, that's not something that becomes... But if you did a movie about my drinking and I died from drinking... If you did a movie about me and I died from drinking and you never mentioned, showed me drinking or drunk, then you'd be like, what the fuck? But the truth is, I don't get that fucking hammered that much. I just drink a lot, you know? So I, I was kind of like, that's what I was in the shower thinking about that. But it, I guess if he was like a whore, then then I guess whatever. And there's nothing wrong with being a whore. Uh, see, stay in your lane, Bert. Kristen Bell opens up about her love of Dak Shepard. I, like, I love Dax Shepard's hair. I like them as a couple. Oh, that's so funny. You ship them? I ship them. <laughs> I don't like them working together. Yeah, what movies did they do? I don't know, but anytime they're together, anything, even those washer and dryer commercials, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to watch a movie. I don't I don't I can't watch it. I can't watch them together. I don't like couples together in a movie. I want to yeah. see I want to see her with another man and making out with another man. And then him just on set, like, great take. Let's do it one more time. I think we got it on that one. <laughs> you know what? I'm doing a movie with J-Lo. What do you think about that, bitch? And her being like, Dax, lighten up. Oh, I get it. Chips didn't perform as well as fucking uh, whatever the thing that you were in was. What is she? I don't even know what she's been in. The one with all the other ladies. Ladies. Uh, you sound horribly sexist. Uh, boat trip. Boat trip. No. Girls trip. Something like that. It's like a Christmas girls movie or something. Bad Moms. Bad Moms. Yeah, yeah. She's in Bad Moms? Yeah. I just told you it and I didn't know she was in it. She was uh, Moana. Whoa, look at her in this picture. She looks awesome in this picture. She was Moana? Yeah. She was Moana. I didn't know Do that. you want to build a snowman? Do you want to play on home man? That's frozen. That's that's what I meant. Frozen. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Alba. What a good-looking man. If I ever get overpowered by a man, I want it to be him. That's a weird thing to say. How tall is he? 
Give me the stats on Idris Elba. All right. Please say 6'3". Six, 6'3". Three. Six, three. Shut the fuck up. 6'3". Six, 6'3", six, 205 pounds? It says 96 kilograms. Let's play a new game called Could I Get Gay with Idris Elba? Okay? Statements he would... Now, it's not, it's not would you have a gay experience with him. That's not what I'm asking. It's I'm, 211. It's 211? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're almost the same weight. Here's the game I want to play. Could you get gay with Idris Elba? And it's not, could you have sex with him? I'm not asking you to go full gay with him. I just want him to ask you to get into a situation where gay shit could happen and you'd be, uh, you'd have, you'd have less of a hand than him. Like if he said, if he just, like you were at a party and he was like, stood up next to you and he's like, cool party. And you're like, yeah. And he's like, hey man, meet me in the closet in like five minutes. And you're like, okay. And then you're like, fuck, I'm going to go sit in the closet and wait for him to walk in. Does that, that's what I'm talking about. You know, this is probably a horrible game to play, considering you're just looking on your phone at whatever the fuck. I'm looking at Idris Elba's credentials. Uh, let's see what happened with this Pete Davidson comment and this guy, Dan Crenshaw. Did you see the comment? No. Here's the... Here's... Okay. As a fan of Pete's, I'll tell you the problem. I, I should play the comment, but it's saying refresh the browser. Here's the Pete Davidson comment. Apparently, Pete got woken up by his dog. These fucking ads are killing me. So relatable. And he shaved off his beard, made some coffee, some toast, and then showed up for work but didn't put his pants on. Did this Pete... Oh, that's not Pete. Okay. Here we go. Crenshaw claps back. Okay, I guess you're going to have to read this. Why the fuck did they do this? I don't want to read shit. If I wanted to read shit, I'd read the goddamn article. It's just more work to make that video. It's way more work. More clicks, though, too. Uh, Pete Davidson made a joke. It was a, He was making a joke. Now, I understand what Dan Crenshaw, where he took offense to it. I do understand that. What did he say? Pete Davidson said, uh, I fucking don't know because I don't want to take Pete out of context. Um, he said that he looked like a bad guy from a porno because he had a patch on his eye. And then he just was like, you know, I guess he lost it in a landmine or something or whatever. and oh, made a joke yeah. about it. Now, here's where, it, here's where all jokes could be, uh, can be whittled down to like, I don't know. I'm not even going to fucking touch this because it's like, because I understand. I can't imagine losing my vision in a fucking landmine, right? What the fuck are you doing? I'm, I'm talking to you. What he said. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you though. Yeah, I can't imagine losing my eye with a landmine either. And my vision. He yeah. was a Navy SEAL. He's a badass. You. Should, it's like you always got to be careful talking shit about badasses. You of course. Know? Yeah. Like that's. I think that's number one rule. It's like, dude, like, I, I, I just assume that the sense of humor Navy SEALs has, have, like, some things that you could say to me, you couldn't say to them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, as a comic, I have a maybe thicker skin or I allow people uh, leeway. 
mm-hmm. where maybe a Navy SEAL doesn't, especially Republican Navy SEAL, especially the fact that I, this is what I understand what Dan, this is where I'll just say I understand where Dan Crenshaw is coming is they would never make that joke if Dan Crenshaw was a de- Democrat. <laughs> like they just wouldn't. Uh, by the way, is Dan Crenshaw Democrat? that? A the Democrat? F- yeah, I'm I mean, you got to sure I'm sure he's a Republican. And so in a weird way, it's kind of, nope, he's a Democrat. Motherfucker. There goes your theory. There goes my theory. Dan Crenshaw, Texas. Let's go look him up. Dan Crenshaw, congressman-elect. No, he's a retired lieutenant commander, former Navy SEAL. Um, Lieutenant commander, damn. Dan Crenshaw. Is he a Republican or Democrat? Will you look up if he's a Republican or Democrat real quick? Here, Dan Crenshaw, Congress. And by the way, it's on election. It does behoove Dan Crenshaw to kind of, um, to kind of, uh, like stoke the fire a little bit and go, Hey, that is fucked up. He's, is Congressman elect to replace a retiring Congressman Ted Poe. Um, what is he Republican or Democrat? He's got to be a Republican. That's why I only reason Saturday Night Live would make a joke about him. In my opinion, I don't even know. Yeah, he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat? Okay, I'm totally wrong. I guess he won, too. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm wrong about everything. Ignore that entire segment. Let's get to the State King. Yes. Let's get to the State King. Dale Hugo's interview on The Breakfast Club was pretty interesting. Uh, interview. Check out the whole interview. But there is a t- there's a point. This is why I say that black comics are so important. There's a point where he says something about Cosby not being as bad as... as <laughs> I was just like... What? I was like, dude, this is... Black comics are unfucking touchable. Untouchable. You can't Norm Macdonald gave an opinion about Louis C.K. Black D, DL's like uh I mean, he goes quite honestly, what Bill Cosby did is as bad as what uh uh the Supreme Court justice did. And you see Charlemagne the God like, hold on, are you sure? And he was like, Yeah, I mean technically it's just as bad. And Charlemagne's like, he raped like 40, 50 yeah. women. He was like, I know. And he goes like, this other guy just got handsy with a girl. And he's like, no, they're the same thing. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're the same fucking thing. Clearly DL knows. But it's like, it's an it's an interesting interview. I support DL. I'm always going to support comics. Um, God damn it. Kate Beckinsale's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, Jocko Wilnick. What a fucking inspirational guy. I told you about the time I, I, I got to fucking write that as a joke. The time I put... I, I played Jocko Wilnick's. I th- I had to. Did we do that last podcast? What did, I t- I played a speech about waking up early. Oh yeah, I don't think. I, actually, I don't. No, I played I don't it think for Isla. Yeah, I don't think you played it on open tabs. Oh, let me play it real quick. Uh, Jocko, let's go to just go to YouTube. What time is it? I gotta fucking go. We're My car's fi- picking me up in thirty minutes. We're at fifty-four minutes. Okay, we gotta wrap this up. Uh, Jocko. Casey Neistat. Okay. So Isla, my daughter, has a hard time. I have this logged right up to the point. Isla has a hard time waking up in the morning. Literally, Georgia's at the door at like 6.45 going, come on, guys, we need to leave. And Isla's getting out of bed at 6.45 like, there's school today? Like, she just is not good at getting up. And so Jocko Wilnick is... A friends with Rogan, I know him through his podcast and his books and like his TED talk and hearing him on hearing him on Rogan first and then all the other stuff. Everyone knows I had a subtle obsession with Casey Neistat uh, when I started vlogging. It was like he was like everything he was doing was just made so much sense to me. It just do it yourself, put your own content out there, be your own boss. 
I still say that Casey. I haven't heard his podcast, but I'll still say that Casey Neistat's uh, descriptions of how to organize a fucking office are amazing. Check out his podcast. I haven't listened. I haven't watched his vlog in a couple of years, and I haven't listened to his podcast yet. But I still find the guy interesting as shit. And he had Jocko Wilnick up, and he said Navy SEAL Commander explains why wake up at four a.m. And I thought, you know what, this would be good for me to watch with Isla. So I got it for Isla, and this is what we did. That we watch this together, and I'll stop and tell you what Isla's responses were. Here we go. Let's say you're the most ultra motivated guy in the world. When that alarm clock goes off, there's at least 50% of the time where you just that that soft little pillow is just caressing your head, and you want to stay there. Isla goes, "I love that soft little pillow. I want that." She goes, "50%, Dad. A hundred percent." Who hears their alarm clock goes off and doesn't want to stay in bed? And I go, well, Jocko does, Isla. Keep listening. And it takes discipline to go, nope, I'm going to get up out of this bed and I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. And that discipline that you have at that moment, you win that fight. That's a big victory. And then that, that, that pattern will carry out throughout the day. Because once you're up, well, now that I'm up, I might as well go work out because I'm already up. and I, I don't work out that. I go, I know, Isla, but what he's saying is once you win that victory... Then everything you do is just a pile on of victories throughout the day. And it starts with waking up and getting out of bed. So when you hear that alarm clock, that's your first battle you won. And she was like, okay. I feel good that I got up out of bed and I won that battle. Let me go win another battle. I'm going to go get it done. And then when you show up at the office and there's someone that's got a big box of donuts. She goes, stop right there. If, he ta- if he's about to say that he doesn't eat the donut, dad, I don't know. I don't relate to this guy and I don't want to hear anything else he has to say. And I already know he's going to say you don't eat the fucking donut. And I know that the only way to get out of bed, get Isla out of bed is to bring donuts to her. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. Please say something opposite. That they're giving away for free by... She goes, free donuts, dad, free donuts, and he's not going to take one. And I go, Isla, hold on. He might surprise you. Okay. So they're just sitting there. It's almost like an insult not to take them. But when you've already gotten up early, you had the discipline there, you already worked out, you had the discipline there, and now you see the box of donuts, you're like, no, I'm not going to eat the donuts. She was standing right there. She said, I'm done with him, and walks out. <laughs> and didn't listen to the rest of this fucking speech. I'm done with him, dad. He doesn't eat donuts? I don't understand that guy. I'm like, I worked out. I deserve a donut. Dude, I understand what he's saying. I, by the way, you, I, I'm obsessed with inspirational people, and Jocko seems to be one of the only ones that I'm that I that. And what I do sometimes with an inspirational person is I'll pick them apart because I'll try to find the bullshit in them. Because if I can't find bullshit, then 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 I can keep listening. And there's a lot of guys I've picked apart where I'm like, guys, full of fucking shit, mm-hmm. full of fucking shit, and I can't buy it. I understand what you're doing. I understand it sells. I don't buy it. Hmm. Man, Jocko is in like the handful of guys that I, st- every time he talks, I listen. And he doesn't He doesn't negate himself. He's not hypocritical. He says a certain thing, and he stays on that certain thing. And this, I've been trying to get up at four. I got up at 5.30 this morning, but I've been trying to get up early because I go, win that first battle. Hear the alarm clock go up and go, I'm up. Here we go. We started. And it's amazing. I, I did it during Sober October. I did it a fair amount. Is that 5.30 is when I set the alarm. 4 o'clock's ridiculous. I'm, what am I going to... Like, I think Adam Sandler has a bit on his new special where he talks about waking up at 4 o'clock and then you get up and you work out and you come in. You're like, <laughs> I should have something to eat. And then you have something to eat. And you're like, fuck it, make it. Maybe I'll make a second breakfast. <laughs> Adam Sandler's new special is fucking hilarious, it's by the way. Really it's really fucking great. You should check it out. But I've been trying... So I'd wake up at 5.30 and that would give me 
uh, just enough time to get up, make coffee, and get to spin class. And then coming home from spin class, I was like, God damn it, those are two battles down. And I'd go to make something to eat, and I'd, I'd, I'd listen to this, and I'd go, man, I'm not going to fuck up. I'm not going to fuck up. I've already won so many battles. Mm. Let's just win one more battle. Have a healthy shake. Have a healthy shake. Go do something. Go do a podcast. Go for a run. I'm going to go fucking look at cars. All right. We're backing out of the house. We're getting another coffee. And it's just piling up victories. And this does make sense. What he's saying. It just didn't apply to Isla. Let's get out of here and look at the State King. Instagram. Paul Baldwin. What do we got for us this week, Paul? We have two. What? We have the Halloween one. Where's the Halloween one? Trick or meat? Yeah. Oh, did we watch that, didn't we? Uh-uh. Oh, we didn't watch it? No, we, we didn't do one last week. Here we go. For those of you that don't know, my buddy Paul Baldwin uh, is the state king. He didn't post a video for four years, three years, and then he started picture. He posted, he posted a picture of a steak, and we mocked him. And now he has dedicated his Instagram channel to being the steak king. So weekly, bi-weekly, he posts videos and pictures of steaks dedicated usually to me, and our fans. And so we comment in the comment section and we write things back to him. And then based on those comments, he creates more content. Fuck yes. He's. Trick or treat. At our house this year, it's trick or meat. Meat? What? A little petite filet for you. <laughs> a little strip steak for you. You like medium rare? That's good. You're going to love it. Hey. Trick or treat! It's trick or meat. I love that he's got kids to do this. Hey guys, happy Halloween! What do you say? Trick or meat! You guys got it. All right, we got some skewers now. (laughs) Protein. Oh, I like that time lapse. Just got a couple pieces left. Piece of steak for you. Thank you. Barb, we need more meat! Trigger meat! Guys, I'm sorry. I'm out of steak. More steaks, more steaks, more steaks. Trigger treat! Okay, this is fucking great. What's this? Cast your vote. Which Steak Nation authored story do you want next? Like the post if you want to see a father's love of steak by Luke Wilson. Read all three before you vote. Swipe left to read the stories. Here we go. Oh my God. Wait, that's one. I can't. Can I go forward? Steak story. Oh, steak warrior. Oh, these are the three. Okay. I want you guys to go on. Do me a, do me a favor, okay? Go on, Steak King. There's three different stories, okay? They've already won. They, oh. There's already they've already chose a winner. Who's the winner? Uh, at one or at luke wilson okay at one luke wilson a father's love of steak we'll end with this as a child i was confused by my father's love of steak i remember being eight my dad ceremoniously announcing to the family we're having steak tonight as if abe lincoln were coming over for dinner my siblings and i would politely act excited as excited as we my siblings and I would politely act excited as we watched TV. That's great, Dad. I remember thinking, big deal. Why can't we just have McDonald's? To me, my father just had this weird thing about steak. I thought, Dad obsesses about steak the way kids obsess about candy. Well, 
My dad did. I would watch him trudge out behind our house in all types of weather to the propane gill after. <coughs> I'd watch him trudge out behind our house in all types of weather to the propane, propane grill after me or one of my brothers barely averted death by light, lighting it for him. We would happily take his post out there, chain-smoking his Merit ultra-light cigarettes and drinking Johnny Walker Black Label Scotch alone in the darkness of northwest Indiana. He'd stare into the flames like it was an ancient oracle, relaying a prophecy that solved the mysteries of life. Is there more to this? No, that was the, the one of the comments on on the steak video. What? That that was it, yeah. That oh, the, was that was a comment, yeah. And he he won, so they're gonna make a video of that story, I guess. God damn it! I love that Paul's doing this. There's another one, steak investigates. Yeah. What's this? As the election nears, the nation is divided, and the radical rift is growing between those who prefer medium rare and those who like burned meat. I can understand the mediums and, and even the rares, but well done, <laughs> that's French. I don't like them. I don't like someone that overcooks their meat. <laughs> People who like cook them. their steaks well done, don't trust them. Not one bit. Tonight, Steak Nation investigates how this polarizing issue is tearing families apart. I love that he's... How can you just eat that? Like it's completely normal. It's what? well done. You ruined a perfectly good steak. You know how much I paid for that? That's how I like steak. You, you disgust me. My mouth is my mouth. Your mouth is gross. Oh my god. By the way, I love... Oh, I got a picture from Steak Nation on my birthday. And the happy 53rd birthday <laughs> from <laughs> Steak Nation. What a cunt. <laughs> All right, that's open tabs for this week. I hope we uh, entertained you a little bit. I know we did with the David Spade story, but that I didn't really create that content. So follow Kevin Nealon. Uh, oh, uh, Paul is about like 900 followers away from hitting 5,000. Are you serious? Yeah. Let's get Paul to... No, he's 900. What did I say? Oh, we, yeah, you said 900. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'll do it naked, right? What, is that what I said? You'll do open tabs, yeah, naked. If we get him to 5,000? Yeah. I'll do open tabs naked if we get Paul Baldwin to 5,000 followers. So follow Paul underscore Baldwin, the Steak King, Steak Nation. Tonight, I am, tomorrow night, tonight, I guess if you're seeing this, tomorrow night, Thursday night, I'm at Town Hall in New York City. I think that show is sold out. I think all my shows this weekend are sold out. Bethlehem in the Sands, but there's always an availability to see me, meaning if you call up the place, a lot of times people bought tickets like three months ago and they forget they bought tickets. So there will be open seating always. It's always like that at every venue. So if you didn't get to get tickets, just call up the venue, go to the venue, go to go into the city, check over the front box office and see I'm at um, Beth, uh, Town Hall t- Thursday night, Bethlehem Sands, uh, the Sands Casino Saturday night and the Borgata Casino two shows Saturday night because I'm not fucking making sense I think my fucking uh, I think I'm gonna gotta go to a doctor and get my fucking blood levels checked you just did that I know but I feel like I'm fucking tired as fuck well you had a crazy month you're recovering still 
what is that sober October what is what do you mean it's a thing me and my friends do mm. never heard of it it's pretty big let's see Sam I wanted to watch Sam Tripoli's problem with Carlos Mencia I wanted to watch that we'll save that for next week sure um, check out the rest of this interview with Jocko Wilnick and Casey Neistat it's pretty good it talks about waking up and working out um uh, also, check out the For You tab on Google News. It's fucking amazing. It's like they read my mind. They're like, hey, do you, were you interested in maybe like a, a Me Too guy? What's going on with him? Yeah. How about a hip-hop guy that got arrested? Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you know that uh, this porn star has got a new series? Kind of shut the fuck up. Pete Davidson got in trouble. Ariana Grande has a new single. Aquaman, Louis C.K., Kristen Bell, Dax Shepard. Humbert? They're literally creating your show for you right now. By the way, that we should just do a co-share with For You on yeah. Google News <laughs> and just go, hey, Google News. I want to show you this to go out with. This is the hardest, laugh, hardest I've laughed in 2018 so oh, far. The high note? Yeah. Do you Holy hear that? fuck. Here we go. Or something. Where What's it's that? Like, you could just cool among your friends. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm dressing cool. But today. if you're like, if you put but it on, you're like, I'm oh, I look like thing. I look like I'm trying to be Jason Statham right now. No, like way. I'm gonna to beat up a bar. Jason jeans, Statham. man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're Statham. like you feel like you're like you it's look in the Tom mirror. No, that's who you think you are. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't that? know. It's him. Oh. That's his voice. That it is a fucking crystal. joy. Oh, I love this. I'm so glad we do this. Oh my god. <laughs> this is so much bad. better than fucking being on an elliptical machine oh. for five and a half hours. Fuck that, dude. Oh, it's worth but, it, though. But not fuck, fuck that. that. Just fuck that most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, fuck yeah. that no, most of the time. All the time. It was no, no, never no. good. <laughs> Next I year, can actually... I have to wake up and go, fuck these idiots you know and bring pressure. Next year, Quit. we're you know what? Next no year, we're surfing. surfing. No one or but something. It was a We're fun I, fucking podcast. I can't believe your body made that noise. Dude, it's such a high note. I, I don't know what happened. I was that might be the drugs. <laughs> it was drugs and alcohol a lot. I was very fucked up. Body Shots World Tour tickets are on sale. We have added 11 new shows. So if the show you wanted to go is sold out, we have added dates. We have added dates to we have added shows to pra I think practically every date. The only one that doesn't have an added show but will probably week of is Las Vegas. Actually, it won't because I got my family coming out to Las Vegas. All our friends are coming out to celebrate my buddy's birthday. Nice. So we're partying balls in Las Vegas. So get your tickets to Las Vegas if you know you're going to be in Las Vegas. Body Shots World Tour. Let's see what dates we got. Uh, let's just go to BurtBurtBurt.com. That's where you get all your tickets. Go to Burt, 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 dot pigskin pick them. Nope. Burt, 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 dot com. You ready, motherfuckers? These are the tour dates. They're right there. Do you see them? Seattle. Show still, tickets still available. I think we added a third show in Portland that Wednesday, or on the 9th, January 9th. Calgary, Vancouver, Toronto, I think we've added a second show as well. We've added a third show. No, that's what I'm sure. That's the third show in Toronto. On January 16th, we added... Uh, Ottawa tickets available for both shows tickets available in St. Louis for the late show Albany New York second show added in Albany was now the t just go to the fucking website 
I'm not going to do this for all of them. Uh, thank you for everyone who bought tickets. I will see you on the road. I got a brand new hour. I have, I have a brand new bit that I just came up with last week that I am in love with. And I have three other new bits that I'm fucking so pumped about. I love this part of stand-up when you just write the material. I loathe when you got to record it. I fucking hate that part. This is the fun time. See me on tour now. This is when I will have the most fun on stage. You don't want to catch me one month out while I'm getting ready for the special because I'm in fucking work mode and my brain's overwhelmed. And I'm like, fuck, did I fuck that up? Is the camera recording? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Burke Kreischer. That was Open Tabs. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.